0: Welcome to Fit Inspired Mama Podcast. I am your host, Nishma Karim. I started to podcast so I can allow myself to be me and to talk about life, love, expectations, and so much more. But now, I also allow women to express who they are, the challenges they have gone through, and what lessons we have learned in life. Women are fighters, we can fight our own freedom and decide what we want. No matter what we go through, we dust ourselves off, get back up and fight even harder. This is my podcast, come and listen in as we inspire you one episode at a time. Welcome. To fit inspired mama that's right i am your host nishma karim today we're talking about nutrition with mindy duff and what a fabulous topic this was with her because she highlighted a lot of information that we need to know today nutrition is one of the primary aspects in today's lifestyle we need motivation for everything in life to stay focused eating healthy meals and staying away from junk food can be difficult for most of us. So to get that little spark, here is Mindy Duff, a holistic nutritionist who talks to us about the best way to eat and choose our foods more mindfully. I have here Mindy. Thank you so much for joining me today about this conversation about nutrition. I'm so excited that you're here and taking your time to come and talk to me.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm great excited to be here. (laughs)
0: Yes, um, actually, I'm very excited for you to be here. I love talking to different nutritionists and everyone that's around the nutrition area, knowing that I am a holistic nutritionist myself. I love getting the ideas from other nutritionists. And that is why I'm here today with you. I get a lot of clients that talk to me about food. The number one problem that we have in today's society is we don't know how to eat. And that's the biggest issue that we're having, we get gut problems, we have digestive issues, we have weight gain. And the people that are looking to losing weight, yes, they're exercising and they're doing all of that. But they're not eating correctly to actually lose the weight properly. And that is the biggest issue that we have. Now, I know I teach food. And my my, when I talk about food, I don't talk about calorie in and calorie out. I know it's scientifically proven, but I don't want that because that really bothers me in the way that I eat. So I want you to tell me when we talk about food, what comes to your mind?
1: Well, I love when you're talking about the not counting calories because I don't advocate for that either. And I know sometimes for some clients, you probably experience this. That's a big mindset shift for them. What do you mean that to count the calories right. like, aren't we supposed to? We've been told for decades that that's how you lose weight is restrict your calories. But no, 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 no. I mean, when I have a client that is trying to lose weight and maybe they've tried a lot of different things, um, I will not have them count calories. And then even if they still, you know, we've tried XYZ and they're still having problems. Calories is still not the next thing. Um, you know this, there's probably something else, metabolically speaking, that's going on in your body that we need to look into a little further, um, but it's all about quality. What are you eating? Are you eating the kinds of foods that are going to nourish your body and be actual fuel, or are you just eating a pile of chemicals that was manufactured in a, in a factory somewhere that they dumped in enough sugar and enough fat oh to make God. it taste good? So yeah. <laughs>
0: What, uh, why don't you, why don't you start introducing yourself and just kind of telling us a little bit about what you do so that when we start talking about nutrition, which I want you to do, I want, I want to know more about food. So Mindy, just, just let us know what you do more. Like, what do you actually do as a living?
1: Sure. Well, I am a holistic health and nutrition coach Um, I, a lot of my focus tends to be people think of the nutrition side, but I do a lot of the health side too, because it's not all just about the food you eat. Um, there's a lot of emotional components with it. So I work one-on-one with clients. I do group coaching, um, and I have, um, authored a book with Nish and some other ladies and I do speaking as well. So, um, I just, the whole gamut, any way that I can get this message out there of living your healthiest, best life. Um, and supporting people to do that. That's that's my game. That's
0: what I do. <laughs> I love it. I love everything about you. I, the moment I met you, I was like, oh my God, she's amazing. I love her. <laughs> so bringing you in here was one of my biggest dreams. So thank you so much for, for joining in. There's one thing I want to ask you. So if I have a client coming in to me and saying, I don't know how to eat. Um, So I'm thinking about having like, so a client comes up to you and says, hey Mindy I'm, I'm having a hard time losing weight I've tried everything I've tried the keto diet I've tried the um all the diets out there I've done Dr. Beans or whatever they're called what is the doctor yeah and then there's another one um there's so many different kinds of diets out there so many there's like the slim fast that has been there for many 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 years right what do you what do you say to them what do you tell them
1: the first thing that I like to do with my clients is make sure we're kind of on the same page in terms of what we should be eating and what we shouldn't be eating. And I kind of alluded to this earlier in terms of, you know, real food, not a pile of chemicals. Okay. I'm not sure if you've ever read the book In Defense of Food by Michael Pollan. Yeah, um, I, I have it. I, I used to give my clients that book because it's such a great, it's an easy read. Um, and it's a, a great overview on why you shouldn't be eating things and why you should be eating things and what kind of has happened to our, our whole food culture since the industrial revolution. And it's really kind of eye opening. but he gives some tips that I share with all of my clients that are kind of like you're saying stuck and oh, I've tried everything, whether it's this diet or that diet. So the first rule, I mean, his book starts out, eat real food, mostly plants, not too much. So eat real food, again, not a pile of chemicals he gives an example of, would your great grandma recognize this as food? I think of like Skittles. If my great grandma came into our house and there were Skittles lying on the coffee table, would she realize that it's not a child's toy or beads or something? And would she pop it in her mouth or would she have no clue? My great grandma would have had no clue. But if I had, a had a lettuce sitting there, well, she would know what that is and she would eat that. So that's one thing that I tell my clients to think of, is this a brand new Franken food or is this something that's been around since the dawn of time? Another thing that I tell clients is to look at the ingredients. So we get really hung up on the nutrition facts and I tell all my clients, I almost never care about the nutrition facts. How many calories are in it? How many grams of fat? How many grams of sugar? Almost never do I care, (laughs) but the ingredients, holy moly, I care a ton about that because you want to make sure you're putting real food in your body. So when you're looking at the ingredients list, some things to be aware of, does it, is it a list of 10 miles long? I mean, we've all noticed that before how some things just have, oh, there's only a couple things in this or, oh my gosh, they needed to go on to the next column because the ingredients list was so long. Can you pronounce the ingredients? Yeah. If you have no idea what that is, you can't even say it. That's a pretty good indicator that you probably shouldn't be eating it either. Are they real ingredients that, yes, you would have that in your kitchen? Yeah. Then sure, go ahead and eat it. Is it things like, you know, baking soda and salt? And sure, that's great. Or are they things that you have never heard of before? So, just keeping it those, those little tips in mind. That's a great place to start. That's where I like all of my clients to, to be at least at the beginning. And Mm -hmm. then, um, you know, if you say, Hey, Mindy, I've been doing that. I know I'm eating a clean diet and I'm eating real food, but I'm still having these problems. Then that's when we need to look at what's going on with your body. Do you have a hormone imbalance? balance or an autoimmune disease or something else that's causing havoc, that's making you retain weight when you shouldn't.
0: It's so amazing that you say that about the ingredients, because I just brought up my phone and I'm like, okay, let me look at some ingredients, right? And I thought maybe, why don't we put some ingredients in there and say what, what kind of ingredients some of these things have? And I'm trying to look, and there was like some dextrose, dextro, things, mm-hmm. things that you can't say, like I, you just said, right? Yeah. Um soy laxatin is another one. Uh, there's, and then I've heard about saying, if you don't know what it is, either Google the word, find out what it is. (laughs) But if you don't know what it is, then basically you just want to let it go. Mm -hmm.
1: Absolutely. I will put one little caveat in there and say that occasionally, I don't know why, but there must be some rule about this. So sometimes they will put in the scientific word for a real food that does happen sometimes, but it's, if you can know that, you know, like saying sodium instead of salt. So if you can know that sodium means salt, then you're okay. But a lot of these like really long words that you can't pronounce. um,
0: Monoglycerides, MSG. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah, Stay away from the MSG for sure. Um, Yeah. By and large, if you can't pronounce it.
0: When we talk about nutrition, when we talk about nutrition as well, I always talk about not just what we eat is so important to us, but also the way we eat. Have you talked to any of your clients about that? Like when we sit and we eat, or do we go, are we running around eating? Are we on the go? Are we grabbing something? Are we, um, what is it that you tell your clients about that? I think that's a really big part of nutrition too, right?
1: It is. And I know I'm just as guilty as the next person on busy mornings when you got to rush the kids to school and I'm throwing out the packets of cereal or granola bars or whatever, cause we got up too late. I get it. Um, but ideally you don't want to live that way. You want to do, like you say, sit down to eat your meals and as relaxed amount as a way as you possibly can. And the reason for that is if you're kind of up and rushing around and trying to sneak in a few bites here and there, your body's in stress mode
0: yeah,
1: and you're not going to digest properly. And then you're going to end up with bloating or other digestive issues, constipation or other things like that because you didn't sit down to relax and let your body realize, hey, it's eating time. So let's do the things that we do at eating time. Let's get our digestive juices flowing in the stomach and let's get the small intestines ready for the food. Like, that doesn't happen. And then we have consequences afterwards. So it is 100% worth giving yourself plenty of time. And you know, who doesn't like to eat? Like okay. food should be, our meal times should be enjoyable. It's unfortunate, and our, you know, I know we're in two different countries, um, but both of our cultures are very similar. But I know if you travel to other countries, um, mealtime—I'm thinking like in Italy—and you know, mealtime's a big deal, and they sit down and they take a long time. Yeah. And how awesome would that be if we could just all do that all the time and enjoy our food and, and conversation with with our people that we're enjoying our meal with? So. Yes, definitely take time to slow down and chew your food and enjoy it.
0: I think in this society, um, our entire life, we have been taught to rush things, get things mm-hmm. done. And I think yeah. we do that with our kids right now, where we are saying, Kiki, hey, come on, come on, like hurry up, put your jacket on, put your shoes on, come on, like we got to finish, finish fast, eat fast, we got to go to school, finish this, you know, like you don't yeah. realize how important it is to lay the example of sitting down as a family and enjoying each bite Mm -hmm. and savoring each bite. Because what ends up happening, and I know you know this too, and I, I want you to elaborate more about this, as well is our mind and our digestive system works in a separate way. So the amount of food that we eat, and the faster we eat, it takes about 20 minutes for our brain to register that we're full and this is how we get bloated this is how we get too full and Mm -hmm. we're not able to be more mindful of what we've just done to ourselves and now we're cramping and we're tired and we're not feeling happy and so this is something when i say to all my clients i'm like it takes time so when you eat slow your mind can register at the right time that you're full. Yes. You have to get your mind to register at the same time of you eating your food. So do you tell that, do you explain that to your clients? And so how, how do you explain that to them?
1: Yeah, well, just not much differently than you did, um, just that it does take time. And I think that's something that we have heard of before, um, but it's one thing to read about it and it's another thing to put it into practice. Um, If you're someone who routinely is going back for seconds or thirds, you might just put a little limit on yourself to, Hey, I can have seconds if I'm legitimately hungry, but before I go back for seconds, maybe clean up the kitchen a little bit. So, you know, we've always got dishes and things to do that first. And then am I still hungry? Yeah, I am still starving. I did not put enough food on my plate. Great. Then have a little more, you know, you shouldn't be hungry. I, I don't like when my clients, you know, oh, I'm starving. I went on this diet or that diet. No, you should never be starving. Um, but if we're eating quality food and you're eating enough of it, you shouldn't be gaining tons of weight and, um, and you shouldn't be, you should feel full, but not overly full, not stuffed and bloated. Like, like we just got done with Thanksgiving dinner or some big holiday meal or something.
0: So I love that. Do you explain how many hours later you should be eating? So like, do you have like a schedule where they say, okay, if you have breakfast, you should wait a little bit before you have a snack, or a little bit before you have lunch? Do you make that kind of a meal plan for anyone or anything like that to explain to them? Okay, maybe we should try and schedule your food so that when Mm -hmm. you breakfast, you have some time for it to digest and then you go and have your lunch, you're not overly eating like every, every minute or every 30 seconds or every 30 minutes.
1: Yeah. I actually don't do that unless, you know, there's always an exception to every rule. If you have some client that's just struggling, of course I'll, I, if they need more guidance, I can give more guidance, but I prefer to just kind of plant that seed of paying attention to your body because that's gonna serve them more in the long run anyway. It's no secret, diets just don't, don't work. They don't last. It's just kind of become a joke in our culture that you know you go on a diet and then, oh, I cheated on my diet. Now, oh, I'm not on that anymore because I couldn't stick with it. Your diet should be, that's how you're gonna eat the rest of your life. So you need to pay attention to how you feel when you eat certain foods, how you feel when you eat certain amounts, how you feel when you eat at this certain time of day, how you feel when you wait this amount of time between meals or this amount of time between meals. Um, you, it's really, everyone is so different. I know, and you've probably experienced this as well. I have clients that do better when they eat a little bit all throughout the day. I have other clients who do better when they eat just a few larger times a day and they don't really snack in between. Um, which way is right? the way that works for you, that's the way that's right. So I I really advocate for my clients to pay attention to their bodies and how they feel and go, go from there.
0: I love that. I love how you put that together. Every single person is unique and the way that makes you feel right is what you need to do, but you need to follow that mindfulness, um, eating at the right times for that works for you being, you know, not overeating. And at the end of the day, I think the biggest message you gave is to do what works for you as, as your own person, but eating whole foods instead of foods mm-hmm. that are all sugary and not very good for you as well. But do you have a rule on that? Like sometimes I will have ice cream. I will mm-hmm. have chips. I will have that. And you know what? I don't think I can be perfect all the time. I don't think anyone right. can be perfect all the time. So I give myself and my family an 80-20 rule. I don't know if you've ever done that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So the 80-20 rule for my house is 80% of the time I'm cooking in the house anyways. So I'm eating all this nutritious food and whatever I make is at home. So I don't have to worry about going out or thinking about what kind of foods I'm making or giving my kids. But 20% of the time, they want ice cream. so do I (laughs) I feel like having popcorn with my movie or I feel like having um let's say ice cream or popcorn or oh my god chocolate I love chocolate just I'm sorry I just love it (laughs) I don't give up on it and I don't think anyone should so what kind of rules would I, would, would you tell your clients about that? Like, what would you do in in order for us to be able to be still mindful mm-hmm. about what we're eating and still know that we could eat them, but there's always a limit,
1: right? Yes. And that's, that's it. There's always a limit. Um, I have a few different ways to approach this. And one, I like your 80, 20 rule. I mean, it's realistic. I think so many times, again, these diets fail because, people did really great. And then like you, they just wanted that little bit of ice cream. And now, oh man, there's this perfectionism that we tend to strive for. And while I didn't do it perfect, so I guess I quit. I might as well eat the whole container because, right. And it's just, that's kind of a mindset shift. So I don't like to see clients have that kind of, well, I can never have any sweet treat ever again, or whatever it is. I don't like that. Although you do have to be, pay attention to where you're starting with because some people will take it a little too far and they'll go, oh, well, she said I sometimes can. So I'll have this donut for breakfast. And well, I did eat an apple for a snack, but then at lunch, I went through McDonald's. You know, everybody's different. You need to kind of find that, that balance. Um, but I, I like your 80-20 rule. I know in my house, and I'm not perfect either. People who know me know that, oh yeah, I, I eat things that are not nutritionally sound all the time. Um, I try to keep our house as clean eating as I possibly can, knowing that certain times of the year, it's harder than others. And that's just, is what it is. And we try to do the best we can. And then when we leave our house, I don't worry so much about it because when you go to a friend's house for supper, you don't want to be that person that sits there and says, Oh, can you make me something different? Because I don't want to eat this stuff that you, you know what I mean? So you can have a little bit of more leeway when you leave your home. If you know that 80% of the time or more, you're eating a super healthy, clean diet. Um, it is worth noting though, something called anti-nutrients. And I like to bring this up, not to guilt anyone. Um, I'm gonna pick on Oreos for a minute cause they're delicious and they're horrible for you. So anti-nutrients, we know that an Oreo is not as healthy as an apple. Everybody knows that my seven-year-old can tell you that. But a lot of times we eat the Oreo and we're like, wow, I know it's not healthy for me, but it's not that bad, right? Well, kind of, because you're, when you're eating something that's not healthy for you, your body still has to deal with it. So your body still has to stop whatever it was doing. Okay. She ate an Oreo. Now I got to go stop these things that are making my body run optimally put that on pause so I can go deal with this Oreo. Okay. We got extra sugar. Let's put that into fat storage. And we got some chemicals don't know what to do with that. So let's just try and flush that out as best as we can. Come on, lymphatic system, get to go in here. So your body still, even if it's just a small thing, your body still has to deal with it. So it's worth keeping that just in the back of your head, not to feel guilty when you do eat an Oreo, but just to remind yourself, is it worth it? Why am I eating this? And sometimes the answer is going to be, hell yes, it is absolutely worth it. These are my mom's rhubarb muffins that she makes once a year. And I am having one. I don't care if there's gluten in it. I'm having one, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And other times you might go, well, you know what? It's just an Oreo. I can get Oreos all the time. I maybe haven't eaten that healthy today. I could probably pass on that.
0: I love it. But then again, that comes to reading your ingredients when it comes to yeah. Oreos, right? Yes.
1: Yes, um, absolutely. <laughs> we don't we don't splurge on Oreos at our house. If we're going to have something that healthy, it ain't Oreos.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's why when uh, I look at Oreos too, yeah, my kids love them. So I do got to get a little bit there for them just so that I know my nose to them are every time I say no to them, it becomes to the point where they're going to do it anyways. So for me, it's like, well, let me explain to you why we don't eat this. And then sometimes it's like, it's fine. But when it comes to ice cream and chocolate, I do look for premiums. (laughs) I love my dairy milk. Um, I do love those kind of uh, chocolates. I love to have you know, ice cream that I can breathe the ingredients on, which is great. Most of mine, because I'm celiac, is a dairy-free sometimes, dairy-free, gluten-free, almond, uh, chocolate, latte, ice cream that it'll say to me. But at the back of the ingredients, it'll tell me it has chocolate, it has latte, and it has milk. And then it'll give me like what or what kind of milk it has, if it's coconut milk or whatever, because it's dairy-free and how much sugar it has in it. Like it's yeah. it's... It's an ingredient that I can read and I know exactly what's in there. So I feel guilt-free having it. And yes. that's like, oh, and it tastes so good. And I'm not <laughs> craving anything else other than knowing that I'm eating something good. And mm-hmm. that is good for me. Then there's those days where I'm like, I'm sorry for my language, but F it, I'm going to have it. You know, I'm going to yeah. eat it because I feel like it and I'm not going to stop myself. And then the next day I'm back to my regular eating patterns again. And that's the biggest thing I think is don't stop there don't stop eating those chips and then be like oh I ate it and then feel so bad about the fact that you ate so much and then now you're feeling disgusted about yourself and then you just finish it all and then the next day you start it again at some point it's like no you eat it you enjoy it you love it yep. and then you know that that was it you're you're done and the next day your routine again and that is how you keep staying on that wagon and if you keep jumping off that wagon it's okay because you know how to get back on it again yes. we're not perfect
1: right absolutely
0: I love it I love talking to you about nutrition I think we need to bring you back here again talking you talk to you more about it because honest, there's so much to talk about when it comes into oh yeah our gut our digestive system how it actually works All of it, I think, is such a big input in our life to understand when we eat what it does to our digestive system. That's the big topic. And I think that's something I'm going to bring you back on board, for sure, in the near future. Keep that in mind. Mindy, thank you for being here. Thank you for being the person you are. Thank you for talking about nutrition. I think it'll help a lot of women just understanding the fact that, you know, we're not perfect. But to be more mindful in eating, checking the ingredients, checking what we're eating, how we're eating, and, you know, writing down what you're eating. So you know, that when you're eating this, this is how much I'm going to eat. Do I want to eat more? Do I not want to eat more? Just something that we need to all be mindful for. So I'm so grateful for you to being here and talking about it. It's such a great way of just having two nutritionists talk about food.
1: Yes, yes. Love it.
0: Maybe we can bring together some some great uh, ingredients next time on a podcast. That'll be fun. There you do. go. We'll get maybe to do a really nice um, show on YouTube about some fun some fun ways to make um, fun ingredients to do with donuts or something. We'll see. What there you wants. go. <laughs>
1: I have made homemade donuts
0: before (laughs) gluten-free. I I need the ingredients for that for sure. (laughs) Love it. Thank you again for being here. Thank you for being here. I I just want you to tell me if there are so many clients here that are listening to this and they want to be like, Hey, I want to talk to Mindy. I want to know more and I want more ideas or um, I I want to try to get, you know, uh, get more information. How can they get a hold of you?
1: Absolutely. Well, my website is nutritionalbalancecoaching.com. And I'm on social media. I'm most um, prevalent on Facebook and I'm just nutritional balance on Facebook. Um, And then I am on Instagram, just a stitch. Uh, (laughs) I do. I'm nutritional underscore balance underscore coaching on, on the Insta. So yeah, but Facebook and my website are probably your best bets.
0: That's amazing. I can't wait. I will add those into our description so everyone else can see it in case they do need to get a hold of you. I'm so so happy to have you here today again. And thanks for everyone that's listening. I'm we are so appreciated for you listening to us. Don't forget to subscribe and enjoy your day. Have a great week. Take care. Bye.